<laughs> and that's all he knows. That's the only line he knows. Welcome to our morning take. Wow, that you caught me off guard with that one. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Good morning. It is a Monday, so you know we're going to do some crazy stuff because it's Monday. Crazy Monday. I don't like Mondays. And it's the 13th. Wow. Episode 51. 51. Yeah, we had a really busy weekend, so we're just going to kind of get right to it. Uh, several things I kind of want to talk about on our way back. And then tomorrow, we're really going to delve into uh, a little bit more of the Abraham, Sarai, whatever her name is, uh, story. Lot. We're going to talk a little bit about yeah, Lot Yeah, let's talk about Lot tomorrow. I'm excited to talk we about really it. We really are. But uh, listen, I had a great last week. Uh, I was on vacation. Uh, I got a chance to see my dad turn 89 years old. We had a nice little birthday party. Wonderful uh, German chocolate cake, which was one of his favorite cakes that wow. uh, his mother-in-law used to make for him, my grandma. Did your mom make it from scratch, or did she buy it? I'm pretty sure they bought everything. They, they catered everything in, which is a little unusual. Mom made some green beans or something. <laughs> I <don't> <laughs> like we weren't going to have enough food or something. You can't have a party without green beans I in the South. Yeah, but, you know, hey, it was what it was. I was glad to see Mom didn't have to do all that work. And we had a really good time. My uh, sister was there and her husband and uh, their little boy, Connor. He's oh, okay. cute. And Brandy and I had a good time. Went to the mountains, uh, enjoyed the cabin as always. How was the scenery this time of year? Uh, bleak, because, you know, nothing's really bloomed yet, and uh, but you could see all the way down to Pigeon Forge. You didn't see any bears roaming around? I did not. And Brandy wow. says she sees them all the time. But according to my mother-in-law, if you throw out bird seed, bears will show up. That is very bizarre. Isn't that weird? What it is is the birds will create a ruckus, and then the bears will come figure out what the birds are creating a ruckus all about. Yeah, because I know um, every time Kelly has gone in that area, they've seen a bear every time. Literally every time they've seen bears. Yeah, I've been going up there for 20 years. And And that's why I never go, because I'm not into that. Uh, So anyway, we're back, (laughs) and everything is great. And Abraham preached for me while I was gone. And uh, John chapter 5? Yes, it was a... You know, it was a great time. Thank you once again for um, allowing me the privilege to speak to your congregation. It's something I don't take lightly, and um, I had an amazing time with that. It was really good. I want to apologize to the podcast listeners that might want to go on our YouTube page and hear the sermon. Uh, it's been taken down, right, Logan? Uh, the audio is uh, horrible. It will be after. I don't really after do. today. It'll be taken. I don't down. understand. Yeah. Well, before this podcast is actually aired on Monday, <laughs> it'll, it'll be taken down. Uh, but yeah, it had a horrible echo. You can't. Uh, you can't get through it. And I really apologize for that because I love to hear my brother preach, and and I kind of wanted to hear it, but mm, I guess God just wanted it for the people that were there, bro. Amen. Amen. So you want to give me a highlight or two? Because I wasn't there. Well, um, it's a very familiar uh, scripture. You know, John chapter 5, it was about the man at the pool. Yeah, we talked about him like last week, right? Yeah, but uh, one thing that people, you know, unless you study, this is one of the miracles that kind of set the stage for the Jews to persecute Jesus because this was, you know, a man at the pool for 38 years and Jesus comes along and he heals him. He tells him to take up his mat. And all of this is happen- happening on the Sabbath day. And um, instead of people being happy about the miracle, they're more concerned with this guy walking down the street with a mat in his hand. Hmm. Which is, you know. Yeah, bizarre, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> 
So you just, you know. We're not you, worried about the guy being healed. Oh, no, not at all. Because if you get the movie in your head, you haven't walked in 38 years. And you're carrying a pallet. You're carrying a pallet and you're excited. And these people come and they just suck the life right out of you. Yeah, them. his joy was gone. Yeah, they just take everything from you. I think that's when he got his bitterness back. Yeah. He's like, you know what? Worst things could happen to me. Oh, yeah. So then. Did uh, you cover that part? Oh, of course. <laughs> I figured that <laughs> So he. <laughs> So, um, you know, it was customary that once you're healed, you have to go and give a, a Thanksgiving offering. So he goes to the temple and he runs into Jesus. And this is when Jesus confronts him. He's like, you know, there's worse things that can happen to you than not being able to walk for 38 years. Yeah. And so the moral of the story, what was your like, you know, when you summed it up? Oh, basically, when. What do we need to know from this story? Well, first, the first thing we need to know is you don't need to go to the pool to get healed Amen. when you have the Savior right there. Amen. And when you become, when you're made whole, you don't need to go back to what you were doing. That's why Jesus told him to take up his bed because he didn't want him to go back to the same things that he was doing. Sweet, very good. Yeah, and that was pretty much it. It was a really good story. You know, uh, I had a couple of people from the church that were gone that weekend too. They had already planned vacation. They didn't do it just because of me, but. Uh, uh, Logan and Nikki was one of them, and they went to Georgia. They went to uh, Atlanta. They celebrated a couple of birthdays on there. Lo- one of Logan's best friends, Martin, right? And their son, Zyler. Uh, how old is Zyler now? Three? Four? Three. That's three? What I, was, I, was wow. thinking, I was thinking he was about three years old. Wow. And, uh, man, he's got to be so cute. I'd love to see him. I hope they come back again soon. Yeah. Uh, Martin and Becca, they're very wonderful people. Anyway, they went down there. They saw the world of Coca-Cola or whatever that thing is called. And uh, and the aquarium. Yes. Nikki says you got to you got to be in there all day. And Abe says for the prices you got to be in there. Oh all yeah, day. you got to get your money's worth, as my dad would say. <laughs> but it is a very nice aquarium, though. I must say, definitely one of the best that I've ever been in. So in my it's life. better than Ripley's at Gallenberg, then, oh, right? Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, I mean, Brandy actually. That's like to... the Dollar Tree of aquariums. <laughs> uh, well, didn't y'all have something cool like that in New York? You had oh, to have yeah, they have like the that. New York Aquarium. They have the uh, the Bronx Zoo. Now, I've heard a lot about the Bronx Zoo, but I've never I've never been. Is it right in the middle of the Bronx? Yes, it is. It's like uh, there's a botanical garden, and then they have the zoo right there. Did you but, ever go? Oh, yes, yeah, several times. But um, you were alluding to something when you were talking about aquariums, about a sign that says, do not tap on the glass. Something like that. Yeah, who puts that on an aquarium? Do not tap on the glass. (laughs) That's all the kids want to do. Exactly. I got to tap on the glass. Exactly. And that that reminds me of a funny story when I was growing up. Uh, My dad would always uh, chaperone field trips. Thank you. (laughs) So we had a field trip to the Bronx Zoo. And uh, my dad was like a people person. So everybody wanted to be in my dad's He's like me. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I'm like that. You know, I think it was like supposed to be like five kids per chaperone, but everybody in my class wanted to hang with my dad. So he was like, it's, he's like, it's no problem. So he's got all of these kids. He's got them corralled around. Right. So we go. This was back when the gorillas didn't have their own enclosure. They were just they were in like, the open. They used to be out in the open. Well, no, now they're out in the open, but they had an enclosure back in the. Oh, so they're behind glass. Yeah, they're behind okay. glass. Um, Do not tap on the glass. No. <laughs> so we go into the um, the gorilla exhibit, 
and everywhere it says no flash photography. That too. They says, don't like that stuff. It says no flash photography. So this guy's got this camera and um, my dad's just like, we're just going to hang back because <laughs> this is going to get bad. So You must have been there before. The guy, this is no exaggeration, the guy snaps the picture and it flashes and the gorilla charges the glass and he punches it and the top of the glass splits. But it's double glass, but the first layer is is cracked and everybody mm. just goes running out of the place. And my dad is like, see, I told you it was going to get bad. Yeah, I'm talking full force. This is a full grown gorilla. Did you run? We were right next to the exit, so we didn't have far to go. <laughs> we're gonna hang <laughs> so, back. Yeah, so yeah, because my dad, because my dad tried to tell a guy, but you know, some people, you know, they, they know everything. Listen. They don't oh want to listen. Oh my goodness! Yeah, no. I bet that cost a lot of money too. Oh yeah, it did. He probably got thrown out of the zoo. Oh, I'm sure he got. He probably got fined too. I guarantee he did. New Yorkers are great people, but because it's such a large city, there's always that one. The city that never sleeps. Yeah, but there's always that one. Oh yeah, I'm telling you. It, it was just like, you know, I could not even believe that that actually happened. Yeah, I wouldn't either. It was crazy. Yeah, no flash photography. Here, yeah. let me try this. Yeah. Tim Goetz. Oh, it's just one photo. <laughs> and it's kind of like when we go to... Uh, Speaking to, of PT. Oh, okay. <laughs> have you ta- have you heard from him lately? Yes, I actually talked to him yesterday. He's doing pretty well. Right, he awesome. is doing very well. Right. But anyway, getting back to the people not listening. Oh my thing. goodness! I know, I know. It's it's crazy. Like we go to Cherokee a lot in Bryson City, and there are elk that are everywhere. They're in the downtown Cherokee, you know, all around the mountains, and they're always saying, "Please stay six feet away from the elk." So we're driving, and we see all of these people pulled over at the side of the road, and we're wondering what's going on. There's a whole herd of elk that are just sitting there, and this one woman gets out of her car and starts walking towards them. And this woman's about uh, five feet tall. This is Brandy. This elk gets up and starts walking towards her. I'm just like, see, that's why you're supposed to stay Brandy is the elk whisperer. (laughs) I was just like, I don't even want to watch this because this might get bad. But you did anyway? Yes. Well, of course. That's what we got to do. <laughs> exactly. Man, another one in the can, buddy. Another one in the can. Glad you had a great time in Tennessee. We're going to talk a little bit about Abraham tomorrow. Abraham. The real Abraham. <laughs> <laughs>